Welcome to the Spear School Podcast. My name is Danielle Sarank, also known as the Squamish Medium. I created this space to inspire lightworkers to go from fear to clear and get connected to their sacred abilities and spiritual practices. I love supporting women through the creation of their heart-centered spiritual businesses in a way that lights them up and aligns them with their purpose. I am passionate to share all I know about the journey to becoming a professional psychic medium, mentor, and coach for the developing lightworker and spiritual entrepreneur. Through interviews, honest stories of my adventures, and lessons I learned, I hope to empower, inspire, and uplift you and get you excited about your life again. Welcome home. Hello, Spirit School listeners. I am so excited to be sitting here recording my 100th podcast episode with you guys. Oh my gosh. I am just beyond excited to be here. I cannot believe this is my 100th episode. And it kind of snuck up on me, to be honest with you. I did have big plans for a 100th episode. Um, I was trying to land this very specific uh, guest, but I just, this whole fall just kind of slipped away from me. You guys know what I went through this fall. And so here I am, 100 episodes in, doing a solo episode for you guys. I just wanted to share some of the questions that came up through my Instagram. I posted on Instagram. You guys, I'm recording my 100th episode this week. Help me make it an incredible episode. And what do you guys want to hear? What do you want to know? So I have about 10 questions here that I was submitted that I want to go through. But I really wanted to start with the journey of the podcast. And I know I do have a lot. I have like the best listeners. And I'm not just saying that. I get about 3,000 downloads a week right now. But I know that I have about the same four or 500 people that just tune in consistently and all the time. And so I do know that quite a few of you have been following me for a while on the podcast. And so... You know, some of you are newer listeners who have just discovered me. You haven't been back to some of the archived episodes, which I do recommend that you do go through. Some There's some gems in there for sure. But I kind of just wanted to share a little bit of the history of the Spirit School podcast and why I created it. The journey actually took me to hit record and publish something like this out there. And you have to understand, a lot of people see me right now as being like this courageous, badass, like business and and spiritual person. And I it did not start like that, guys. <laughs> I promise you and those who took the podcast class the empowered podcaster with me um, last month know a little bit more about the story but I will share a little bit of it here because if I can inspire you guys to overcome your fears run towards them walk right through them see what sits on the other side for you then I feel that the intention that I created in my practice is fulfilled so I have always loved podcasts I have been listening to podcasts for a very long time. I listened to a, a big variety of different podcasts. I love business podcasts. Um, I love entrepreneurship. It's one of the most creative things I feel like I've ever done in my life. And I just love it so much. So I love listening to business podcasts. I love um, historical podcasts. I love my dad wrote a porno. Um, there's so many that I listen to each week. And so when I was starting to become a bit of a teacher locally in Squamish and I started doing my own home circles in 2017 I knew that I wanted to share information out in the ethers because what I was having trouble finding was teachers who are willing to be vulnerable I was like why am I the only one struggling with imposter syndrome why do I feel like I'm the only one that has bad readings and doesn't know how to kind of get back into it 
I never had teachers before that were vulnerable enough to kind of talk about that kind of stuff. So because I had the security of a day job, and I do believe that that was the reason why I was so courageous, is because I didn't actually think I was going to leave my career because I did like the company I worked for and I did like the work that I was doing. I felt like I had a little bit of a hall pass to speak about some of the less pretty sides of mediumship and spiritual development and these are the bad readings these are the not enoughness and the comparison and you know the the fact that we're never fully satisfied as mediums in our craft and our abilities and you know ever since then of course I've I've expanded my horizons I've expanded my lens on teachers and there are more people talking about this now which I really love but when I first thought about starting something and I didn't know what it was back then because I was toying with a YouTube channel but the truth is I'm I wasn't a big YouTube user I, YouTube is not a place that I used to go venture and look at videos I didn't follow anyone I didn't subscribe to anyone I actually didn't even know if I had an account <laughs> so it didn't make sense to do that and Facebook is something that I can't stand um, so I knew I didn't want to run my you know philosophies and my connection with community on Facebook I did love Instagram but I think I had like, you know, 100 followers or something like that back in 2018. So it just didn't seem like the place to go. And I was like, hey, I love podcasts. Like, why don't I consider doing a podcast on this? And I think at that time, the only spiritual podcast I was listening to was Psychic Teachers, to be honest with you. I, I couldn't find very many other things. I did find a few out there, but I didn't um, love them. And uh, so I kind of just took it upon myself. I was like, well, I want to start a podcast. I want to talk about the not so pretty things when it comes to this path. And this, the insecurities that I see come up in my students, which were the same insecurities that I was facing constantly and having to overcome and walk myself through. So that's kind of where the idea with spirit school started I knew from day one I wanted to call it spirit school and I asked one of my really good friends Melissa if she would do it with me I was like let's do this together I love her so much we really enjoy each other's company we would have these conversations on the side around um you know do you experience this like do you experience this like how do you deal with difficult clients and how do you deal with clients who are you know crossing your boundaries like we would always have these conversations with one another but Melissa is a very popular and well-deserved she has a great reputation she's a very in-demand medium and she she works a lot and so our barrier to starting the podcast together in early 2018 was just timing we just I was working full-time I had two very young kids I had a two-year-old and a four-year-old and um, you know her kids were a bit older but she was like working hard and she saw so many clients and so we just could never land on time so in mid 2018 I just started recording solo episodes and I just started moving forwards in the podcast but the truth is I was so scared about sharing my voice on a platform even on Instagram back then I didn't know how to talk to people I didn't know what to talk about I actually was very caught up in this um this pressure of like I feel like people are expecting to hear certain things from me and I don't know if I can meet those expectations so I was kind of a freezer you know how they have like fight flight or freeze I'm a freezer <laughs> and I know that because I ran into enough bears to know that I am definitely a freezer <laughs> and so I would actually immediately after recording delete the episodes and delete them out of the trash. I'm like, nope, I would never share that with the world. And I was just such a scaredy cat. I was just so terrified. And the truth of the matter is, I did have some very... Um, 
how can I say this? Like mentally stressing experiences with past mentors. And, you know, I really was scared of the path. I was nervous. I didn't feel like I had all the support in the world. I didn't have anyone in my development say, rah, 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 Danielle, you're great. You're doing amazing. That's exactly how this should work. I really had to figure a lot of it out on my own and learn how to be my own cheerleader, learn how to say, Danielle, you did the best you could. You're doing good. I actually had to rely on my reputation that was being built um, back in 2016, 2017 to kind of be a gauge for me that, I was doing good work because I never had a teacher say, you're doing good. I think that you're, you're good enough to go out there. I think that you should start be giving, you know, private readings now. I just never had that. So my, my value of myself was quite low in 2018, especially mid 2018. And I was also battling with this discontentment in my career, um, at the time too. So I was feeling out of alignment in my career. I was feeling out of alignment in my mediumship. I was feeling out of alignment everywhere. And so it was a really interesting time for me. So I did keep deleting all these podcast episodes and then finally I had um, a major health crisis again those who long-term listeners you guys were with me through this health crisis but in 2018 at the end of the year I think it was actually November 27th I ended up having a massive anxiety attack um, at work because of a toxic boss that I had at the time and the company is amazing I just ended up taking this promotion because I kept trying to find alignment in the workplace because I was like spirit wouldn't have aligned me with this company if I wasn't supposed to be here like it was that serendipitous to me and I ended up taking this huge promotion a lot of extra money not a whole lot of extra actual work it was interesting for me but a very unhealthy boss and the boss at the time it it wasn't even their fault to be honest with you like people don't know what your triggers are right but there was an experience that happened at this retreat and I ended up on the side of the highway crying for hours and then I ended up with heart palpitations and I ended up in the hospital, ended up on a heart monitor. I didn't know what happened. I know that I'd never cried like that in my life and I still have never cried like that in my life, but I ended up being pulled out of work medically for three months to recover from a psychological anxiety attack, which I'd never had one before. It was quite special. And I ended up off work for, you know, I'd had two mat leaves, so I I, I was actually used to being off. But I wasn't allowed to work mediumship either. My nervous system was completely shot. And it was kind of like the first health crisis that I had that indicated to me how far out of alignment I was in that place. And I was still scared. There was a lot happening at that time. I don't need to go into all the details, but I also had some of the most powerful and spiritual experiences of my life during that time as well. So I was about a month into my sickness. And I was reading um, Jensen Ciro's You're a Badass. And one of the quotes she said, it was December 28th, 2018, was done is better than perfect. And she was talking about how perfectionism was another form of, or procrastination was another form of perfectionism. And I know that I'm a perfectionist to some extent. I am a Virgo son. And at that time, I looked at my computer and I had eight episodes I had not deleted. So in that very moment, I grabbed a mic, I opened up GarageBand, I grabbed the first piece of music I could find, I hit record, and I recorded my first intro, which was the old intro that you guys heard for two years. And... I just, I never listened back to it again. I put it to the recordings I had left. I started a Podbean account and I uploaded them. And I was like, I'm done. I did it. I launched my podcast, Spirit School. I did it. 
but the journey wasn't over there. I was still scared and I was too scared to actually tell people I had a podcast, even on Instagram and everywhere. And so I actually went into 2019 with this like weekly podcast that I wouldn't tell anyone that I was doing. And for about four months, it was like that. And people found it, you know, like I was still getting downloads. I think back then I was getting like five downloads a day, sometimes like 30 downloads a week. And that was pretty phenomenal for me. Um, And then finally, I started dropping into my stories and, you know, spring of 2019, I was like, oh, you know, on my podcast. And I remember Natalie from Soul Shine Astrology, I hadn't even worked with her at that point. I I didn't even know she followed me, but she messaged, she's like, you have a podcast, why didn't you tell me how to podcast? I was like, I don't think I've told anyone I have a podcast. (laughs) I was so scared of being judged. I was so scared of the who am I, the imposter syndrome, what am I saying that's different from anyone else? And um, so it was a very slow journey for me to start actually opening up that I had a podcast. And I think it was a full six or seven months um, of recording consistently. So probably about 30 episodes in of me not telling people about it. And then something just happened where I started talking about it a little bit more. I think I mentioned it in my newsletter. Um, I mentioned it on Facebook. And then I started sharing about it a little bit more. Very, very, very slowly. And very slowly the podcast listenership started to grow. And very slowly I started getting emails from people. And the emails were very beautiful. What I found spoke directly to my insecurities was people saying I love the language that you use I love the vulnerability that you're willing to share I love you know the way that you speak to these things so I was actually being told that people loved the most about me what I was scaredest about being judged about and it was very comforting for me actually helped me build my courage because at the same time I had one of my old mentors reach out to me when she heard my podcast and trust me she listened to all of them at the beginning um and she would message me saying stop being so vulnerable people are not going to want to work with you and that brought up a lot of insecurity within me as well because I was like wow okay um, maybe I'm being too vulnerable and maybe people don't want to hear about the insecurities that come up for readers who knows Um, so it was a very kind of slow and steady path for me with this podcast it was it was one of the biggest healing tools I had to my insecurities around who am I and who am I to share all this and by the time I launched the podcast I was already four years into my development maybe almost five so I I knew what I was talking about I had served spirit for two years at that point so you know a couple hundred readings without a doubt by that time felt pretty confident in my abilities knowing that I'm always evolving and never a master in mediumship but I had enough to share without a doubt And so getting those kind of messages was actually something that really inspired me to keep going and put myself out there a lot more. And I'm so glad I did. And at the current time, I'm getting thousands of downloads a week Um, for a very niche podcast. I think that's very successful. And I have listeners in over 38 countries last time I looked at the stats. Um, And I get emails almost every day about it. I get tons of people sharing it. Like I just feel like my podcast is very successful. And I could say that without shame and I can say that without fear of sounding conceited because you know even just me sharing that little bit about this podcast journey will go to show you that I did this in a very humble maybe too humble way (laughs) 
(laughs) And I had to overcome a ton of fear to get where I am today, a ton. And I was not exempt from fear. It's probably one of the biggest scaredy cats you'd ever meet. Um, But this podcast has been one of the biggest healing journeys for me around sharing my voice. And I know Spirit has big plans for me. And I know that they have really guided me to this teacher um, energy. And so this, this podcast has really been my biggest teacher is about becoming a teacher and you know I get tons of applications every day to work with me one-on-one and I know that that's because of the things that I share on the podcast and the way that I continue to share them so I just want to say a big thank you to you guys that are listening I am so incredibly grateful for you guys for continuing to listen continuing to tell me what resonates with you and how it impacted you because that does you know I'm not one who wants to praise or promote um, getting external validation to feel good enough but I will say that I feel good enough to be here in front of you today but you guys continuing to send me these messages really helps me keep going with the energy of this because it's a lot of work to do a podcast you know I did this podcast course and it's not a lot of work like it's actually easy to put together but you know it's I do it every week and I have a business, I have two kids, um, a puppy now, <laughs> like my life wasn't busy enough. And so this is something that I do fit in, but it's also probably top two favorite things that I do in business. I love my membership. I love the initiation circle. I would have to say that would probably be number one um, and this podcast being number two. And that's a big thanks to you guys, the, the loyal listeners. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So that's a little bit of background of the Spirit School podcast. I am going to keep going. I am not going to give up on this podcast. It's going to keep going for years and years and years to come. It The essence of it is not going to change. I'm always going to continue to be vulnerable with you guys. I'm always going to be here at this human peer level with you guys letting you know what I'm going through in my experiences and helping you guys either avoid what comes up for me when it comes to um, triggers and difficulties in the mediumship path but also you know the the good things to celebrate and the things that you have to look forward to as well so I love it. I got at least a few hundred episodes left within me. Of course, I do a lot of interviews as well, which I'm excited to continue to share people with you that you may have been aware of or may not have been aware of before. And so you guys know too, I think it's important to say this because I do get a lot of recommendations for really big people to come on the podcast. But, and this is how I taught it in the Empowered Podcaster as well. I really only target people I want to interview who I find really, really interesting. And not to say some of these really big names are not interesting, I just feel like if I get them in front of me it would be a vanilla interview because I don't know enough about them and the inner workings of their philosophies to have a really interesting conversation and one of the biggest positive pieces of feedback I get about the Spirit School podcast is the naturalness of the interviews and it's only so natural because I'm thoroughly interested in my subject I'm thoroughly interested in their life and their philosophies so that's how it translates and there are other podcasts out there that which are way more popular than mine and the interviews are really flat because they're just trying to get big names on there people who have books or people who have big Instagram followings and you can tell like you can just tell the energetics of it so I invite people on my podcast who may have less followers than me or maybe only have a thousand more than me it's not about that it's not about these vanity metrics or this like who can further along my podcast career it's not about that with me it never has and it never will 
will be. It's like, who do I find so interesting that I just know my listeners will also find interesting? So I'm going to continue to target people to come on the podcast who just light me up or ignite something within me that I think would be also valuable for you guys. So they may be big people, they may be people you've never heard of before, but I'm continuing to highlight and and shine some sisters and brothers out there who are doing amazing work when it comes to mediumship. And I haven't quite incorporated this yet, but I will be. But I love spiritual entrepreneurship. It's anyone who works with me in the one-on-one container through the metamorphosis, yes, I will teach you the mechanics and, you know, the philosophies and the mindset stuff around, you know, spiritual development and mediumship development. But I love talking about spiritual businesses as well. And so I do want to incorporate that in some way in my podcast and I am going to do it. You guys know I refresh my podcast intro to incorporate it, but I also want to do it in a way that's not static or robotic or cheesy or salesy. That's just not my vibe either. So I am trying to find ways to weave that within and there may be some interviews coming up that are going to be a little bit more targeted towards that. If you go back to the Wild Femme interview, I did bring them on to talk about spirituality and money because there are so many people out there who are saying, I don't want to be rich doing this. And no, I mean, me neither. But the abundance comes when you're doing something that you absolutely love. And I want to talk more about that, about manifesting and about, you know, creating a spiritual practice that lights you up and therefore living in that alignment brings you so many opportunities and the abundance might come in time and opportunity or money. But I just love spiritual entrepreneurship. So that is something that is going to be slowly incorporated into the Spirit School podcast. And I trust so much that the followers and the listeners are just going to continue to grow and evolve with me. Um, So I'm excited. We'll see how that comes in. I don't have any plans. I don't plan any of my podcast episodes. So it's just going to be something that will naturally get weaved in because it's a natural interest of mine. So one of the questions that came in, and also if you stick around to the end, I did have a few podcast voicemails come through. So I asked my Instagram followers and my Facebook followers, you know, can you leave me a little bit of a voicemail on how this podcast has impacted you and, you know, what your favorite moments were, what your favorite takeaways were. So I have incorporated some of those at the end of this podcast episode. And if you wanted to leave me one as well, whether you have a question or an experience you want to share, there's no limitations. Whatever you want to share to me, hit the link in the show notes and it will take you to my podcast voicemail page, okay? I'm just taking a sip of water. I'm going to do this whole episode without editing it at all. Um, so the first question I got about the podcast was, what was my favorite interview? What was my favorite moment? And I had to think about this last night and I will be honest with you that I'm pretty sure it was the Jonathan the Medium interview. Now, here's the thing. I don't even know how I ran into Jonathan the Medium. I don't even know if he came up on a hashtag I follow or how I saw him. But the second I saw his face and heard his voice, it was like a moth to the flame. I'm like, this guy is real. And I started following his stories. I loved his energy. I thought he was so much fun. And he does these ask me anything. Um, so he'll do free psychic readings and his stories. And so he said, you know, he pops up the little question bubble and he's like, ask me a question. And I popped in there. I said, will you come on my podcast? 
podcast spirit school and he answered in a five second video he's like yeah yeah sure just just dm me yes i will come on and so we started dming and he never accepts podcast interviews like he is somebody who's been offered two tv shows again most humble faithful guy i've ever met in my life i love him so much and I was one of the first podcasts he actually agreed to come on and he told me that that he doesn't typically like spiritual people he's like I think people are fake I think people are trying too hard but for some reason he was attracted to me and I'll be honest with you the conversation we had was so powerful for me and I I don't know if it was the highest rated show I don't know if I received the most messages with it but he said some things that really inspired me in that episode one of them was you know I tell the people because he does more coaching than readings that's how we usually end up is more teaching than doing the work um and he he was like tells his coaching clients like what did you want to do when you were a kid and the truth is I think I always wanted to be a medium I remember watching John Edwards on tv when I was just like 11 12 13 and I was like wow I can't believe people can do that. And I think when I look back at my life and reading James Von Prague's book, talking to heaven when I was just a kid, I was like, I think I've always wanted to do this. And it kind of gave me peace of mind that I was on the right path as well. And so I really love Jonathan's energy. I loved getting to know him. And he is still someone I talk to almost every day. And we have a really beautiful friendship now. Again, he says I'm like one of his only spiritual friends. <laughs> and, you know, if he hasn't heard from me for a little while, he checks in with me. How am I doing? He has a membership. I also have a membership. So he's somebody that I bounce off ideas and somebody who helps kind of like nurture me through that process as well. He got me to stick it out for a year. He's like, give it a year. He's like, let it iron out. You're going to do great. And he's just one of the kindest, most generous high energy, high vibe, real people I've ever met. And and to be honest with you, I can still say that to this day. Um, I haven't met many people since him, even that I would consider to be truly generous and just truly in it. So I, I think that has to be one of my favorite moments in the Spirit School podcast was meeting Jonathan, interviewing him, and the connection that we've been able to to maintain since that. So love him so much. And so that was definitely one of my favorite moments. And there was also, I can't remember what podcast episode it was. I think it was my August, um, August 2020 energy forecast and spirit messages. And I remember going on this like tangent. I was just so in the moment and I had so many people share that episode and so many people say I've listened to that episode five or six times. I just let it rip and I let it riff and I felt so inspired in that moment and I remember August well because it was the month before my, my dark night of the soul <laughs> when shit kind of went downhill for me um, energetically just because of the loss of my cat and just different things that I was um, kind of up against energetically. And it was like the last free moment of 2020, I feel like I had. And it was a beautiful experience. And I'm so glad I got to feel that energy from spirit and bring that through in a way that really landed with the listeners. I think that was my second favorite kind of experience that I had on the podcast. Um, okay, so <clears throat> going along the questions here as well. So I did have a question from Relaxed Tones, um, Relaxed Taken Notes. Sorry, I'm not great with the Instagram names. It's like when I had um, Megan Alyssa on here, I was like, what is your Instagram name? She's like, oh, she's got a rebel heart. I was like, man, when I see those letters all mashed together, I would have never have gotten that. <laughs> so that's kind of how I see some of the Instagram names. But she said, how can we offer comfort, love, 
to the restless dead without opening ourselves up to negativity. So here is where I get really unpopular and I kind of say I don't believe in the restless dead. I don't believe that we're ever dead and restless. Um, And I will say that this is a belief that I've chosen for myself. This isn't something that spirit has whispered in my ear saying there's no restless dead. Um, I believe so strongly that where intention goes energy flows and so I choose to believe that when we cross we all kind of go to the same place our experience might be very different based off of our own beliefs and our own belief systems and I think that there's this level that we go to that allows us to kind of slowly integrate and acclimate to um, you know the other side and so when we first go what we experience is what we kind of believe so like if we believe there's pearly gates there's gonna be pearly gates if we believe um, you know we're gonna be cocooned in angelic arms we get cocooned in angelic arms if we believe we're gonna meet you know Jesus himself we're going to see Jesus himself I I do believe that that first level that we go to is kind of um what we've created based off this human experience and then we slowly integrate and acclimate into the other side and you know some people call this the seven levels of heaven um I I can't stand putting hierarchy to spiritual things and so um I just don't believe and just based off of the experiences that I've had um, when I was a paranormal investigator that there is such thing as like a restless soul I do think that there are mischievous people I think that there are spirits who are mischievous in life who continue to be mischievous in the afterlife so I do believe that there would be a brother teasing a sister I actually had that in a reading yesterday um the sister who passed who was teasing um the brother who remained And I do believe like, you know, spirit can move things, which if you put scary music on it, it would be paranormal. But if you put, um, you know, light music on it, it's like somebody letting you know, like I I have enough energy, I have enough love for you here that I'm going to move this picture or I'm going to like slide this chair out a little bit. That's kind of just my beliefs. So again, I just encourage people to come up with their own belief system in a way that is kind of based off their lived experiences. Be open to a different perspective perspective always but choose beliefs that comfort you and choose beliefs that make you feel good so that's kind of my encouragement when it comes to this question so if you do believe in restless dead then I would encourage you to you know put white light around you and if you're not interested in connecting with what you could perceive to be restless dead focus on angel energy focus on peaceful passings and peaceful spirits on the other side Um, but look at your mindset and look at your own belief system and how you can shake it up a little bit to be a new truth for yourself because we are the creators of our reality and what we do see and call in we see and call in more of right so I do believe that so I also have another question from that Crystal Virgo who was in my Empowered Podcaster class so thank you girl I'm looking forward to hearing yours and Sam's podcast Um, so if you could give one advice to us newbies what would it be lighten up and have some fun that would 100% be the message that completely embodies everything that I create and how I teach if I could go back and start over again I would have lightened up and had some fun okay Virgos can suck the fun out of anything and I noticed that you're a crystal Virgo here Virgos just have that kind of doom tendency to kind of like overthink things overanalyze things get a little bit too analytical and strategic and so if I could give anybody who's starting a mediumship or development path is if you can just close your 
eyes and put a smile on your face and think of something you're incredibly grateful of and then go into it go into it with a fun and light heart because spirit wants you to have fun when you're developing and spirit wants you to have fun and love what you're doing when you're serving so that's the one question that's the one advice i have have some fun lighten up don't take it too seriously understand that there is a seriousness to it there are broken hearts that you're going to be working with but Spirit doesn't want you to be serious and brokenhearted all the time. They want you to have fun and have joy in this experience. So that's my advice. Um, Emily and Her Stars, who's one of my favorite clients I've ever had in my life. Um, Emily and Her Stars on Instagram. I love her so much. She's just such a beautiful energy and she's going to be a fantastic working medium. She's one of the most natural mediums I've ever mentored myself. And again, I'm using natural medium as... A term I don't want you to feel like oh I'm unnatural or natural it's just it just comes naturally to her right um and so I believe that she's going to do great things so Emily and her stars love you so much my favorite part about my job is making up my own hours <laughs> as somebody who was a corporate hostage for so long and I worked in the motorsports industry for years too and the motorsports industry has no boundaries and so you could work literally 24 48 hour days and be stuck there at the racetrack and in the corporate I was definitely feeling very chained to the hours that they created and I felt very controlled and so my favorite part about my job is that I can work as little or as much as possible and I have far exceeded all financial goals that I had set out for myself um, because I didn't know what was possible. I didn't have any mentors or leaders or people who I admired ahead of me in the mediumship industry who talked about success or who talked about like, you know, is this a financially viable job? Like, can I make this work? But I reached a point in my career where it didn't matter. I was going to make it work no matter what. I, I didn't care if I got a side job, you know, God, doing God knows what. Like I was just like I needed some freedom. And so the best part about my job is that I get to make up my own hour. So today I chose to just take one client. So I served for an hour recording this podcast, recording my classes for the initiation, which is launching January 22nd. Thank you. Um, and I can choose to work as little or as much as I want. And that really comes down to boundaries because I could have made four times the money this year if I wanted to work four times as hard. Um, I had the wait list for it. I had the demand for it. But I really chose that I wanted time freedom when I left corporate. I'm like, you know, it's more important to me to serve in a way that makes me feel fulfilled. So I actually wanted to work less. And so that's like how I think what wasn't on my radar when I first leaped to full time in February was doing group stuff, even though my astrology is completely set up to do group stuff yes I've done home courses and I think the biggest one I did was eight people and yes in March or February I did my first large group demonstration which was 22 people but the thought of running a program or the thought of um, launching a membership or starting an online school was not in my awareness so I think spirit had big plans for me and they continue to do so and they're like okay Danielle's boundary she knows that she doesn't want to work six hours a day and she doesn't want to see 20 clients a week so we need to find a way to get her out there serving at the capacity that we know she's she's available to and that we want her to do to help serve us and they started aligning these opportunities for me for group things so I am actually able to serve a larger audience um, through my membership and through the programs that I launch and that was not on my radar and so everything that I create I have clients either ask me for or spirit guides me to and everything has uh, panned out pretty good so I'm just kind of like listening to those nudges and holding on to my boundaries that why I left corporate is because I wanted time freedom so that's my favorite thing about the job
So tips and strategies on how to stay radiant, especially when your heart feels heavy. So this is Natalie Trevino. Um, Natalie is N-A-T-A-L-E-E. I just wanted to shout these people out on Instagram. So here's the truth. Um, I am a Sag moon. (laughs) So my emotional essence is to be very positive and to be very optimistic um, and to be a bit of that seeker. And so I think being positive and radiant optimistic for me might come a little bit more naturally than, you know, somebody else who has had different life experiences. And I've been through the ringer in my life. Don't get me wrong. I've had a lot of crappy things happen to me that I kind of brought into my own life. But the fact of the matter is to be radiant, you need to love your life. To be a manifest you need to love your life so I'm in a space and place right now where I love my life I get up excited every single day I love seeing that I have two clients on the docket and I have six hours to play what am I going to do in those six hours well I know two might be walking the dog I know that I might record a podcast episode I might go live on Instagram I might do something in my community that was unplanned unscheduled Um, I might choose to just sit and read a book or stare into space and so I think the key to being radiant is to find that alignment within yourself. I don't want to use life purpose because I think our purpose is to be happy and to be joyful. And however, whatever avenue we call in that brings us there is what alignment feels like. But I think that when you're sad and you're heavy hearted, you need to allow yourself to be sad and heavy hearted. I think that you need to put your hand on your breast and your 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 heart and you have to say I understand that I'm sad right now and I understand that I'm brokenhearted but I accept myself the way I am in this moment and I'm going to give her space to be sad I'm going to give her space to grieve and I'm not going to spiritually bypass or light wash this experience I'm going to embrace it embody it and, and just be with it so that you can be with it enough that it doesn't linger on you give it the space to be seen you give it the space to be heard and then the next day you wake up and you have choices to make you have choices to say am I going to be you know radiant today or am I going to stick with the sadness for a little bit longer and there's no wrong answer because the radiance will come back and so but to really live within that radiance if there's not a reason like I'm using grief as an example because that is the art of living with your heart ripped open Um, and I had to do that this year I had to lose the greatest love of my life and in a way and I'm talking about my cat for people who are new to the podcast I was a little obsessed with my cat still am still cry over him every single day um but I had to show up for my clients and I don't think people truly understand how much that took out of me to continue to show up in my membership and I just launched my membership the day month before and um it was one of the hardest things I've ever done but I showed up and I know I impacted and I know spirit's proud of me but on the off times of not serving I had to be with my grief I had to cry I had to mourn I had to there were days I couldn't even lift my arms I could not physically lift my arms my grief was so deep and so I just had to sit with that version of myself and accept her and trust that the radiance would come back and so when you catch that wave of radiance just roll with her just like fucking shine so bright it's blinding to other people because that is your natural essence and your life will ebb and flow um how I like to get into my radiance I suppose is through service I love serving so I will hop onto my Instagram and do free card readings and I will like reach out to some of my clients and give them extra tips and check in on how they're doing I love serving that's when I feel my absolute best um so I just incorporate more of it when I'm feeling down I'm like okay how can I 
serve spirit, like put me to work and let's get out of this heavy heart and just start serving. And that's how I found my radiance. And that's why I live such a radiant life now is because I have chosen to give up the perceived security of my big paying job and, and just choose a life of radiance and joy. And so because that's where my intention is and that's where I have followed the cookie crumbs, that's what I get more of. That's how I feel. Um, so Sam Ray, hello love, lessons and wisdoms you've learned from your own soul and direct experience. Ooh, this is a big question, girl. I'm like, mm hmm And this is the way I do not prepare. I just screenshotted these questions and I'm just reading them to you and I'm riffing. I'm giving you guys my initial um, impacts and instincts. Um, that's just the way that I roll. This whole entire podcast episode, I haven't even paused it. I don't even know how long I've been talking for. Um, so lessons and wisdom you've learned from your own soul and direct experiences. I think one of the biggest lessons that I have received from myself is that every answer I ever seek out there is actually comes from within I will find some sort of insecurity I have within myself um and I'm constantly taking classes and hiring mentors and coaches and going outside of myself to seek the contentment that I'm seeking and this answer that I'm, I'm searching for and the answer always comes when I finally just sit my ass down on that mat and meditate the answer always comes from within it really truly does. There have been some things that I have externally paid thousands of dollars out to um, try to solve problems. So addictions is one of them. I've, you know, I've, I've suffered with addiction since I was 11. I smoked and did some other things. I don't need to go into details, but you know, now I, I kind of got addicted to spending and racking up debt and I get addicted to bad food. Like addictions has just been kind of like this key theme in my life that I've been trying to overcome. And I've hired addictions counselors, therapists, like um, food therapists, financial advisors, um, journals, books, podcasts, webinars, master classes, certifications. And the fact of the matter is when I finally sat the fuck down, when I finally just sat down and I breathed into it and I said, Spirit, what is with this? myself what is with this why can't I nail this part of my life and the answer came immediately Danielle the answer to it all to everything is self-love and self-acceptance sit with that for a minute for years I had spent thousands of dollars trying to uncover why addictions is such a hard thing for me why can't I nail this I can quit smoking why can't I stop eating McDonald's like why <laughs> right why and the answer is self-love and self-acceptance and so when spirit gifted me that and I say spirit as a tangible interchangeable um, experience when I'm talking about spirit I'm talking about my own spirit as well um, my spirit brought that through and it was one of the biggest life-changing lessons that I'd ever had and so ever since then I've been on this self-love self-acceptance journey as you guys know it has come up in the weekly forecast through the newsletters um, it's just been one of the biggest lessons that I've had but the bigger lesson the overarching lesson is that the answer is never outside of yourself. It is always within. So if you can just give yourself some respect and give yourself some praise and just sit down and listen to yourself and listen to the inner knowledge, you can save yourself a lot of time, money, and energy. So that's what I got to say about that. So go inside. Okay, so resonant love who's in my membership i love you girl thank you i love you so much 
much, your most meaningful spiritual experience and how they've impacted your journey. Um, so my first, so this is kind of interesting. This might sound kind of lame, um, but when I first started developing as a medium in 2013, um, I did have a very devout meditation practice. I meditated every single day every single day and some of the most profound experiences I'd had was when I had that devoted meditation practice. I didn't know how to meditate. I was such a newbie which is why I think those first few years of development are the most magical but one time I had um, again knowing I was very green spiritually. Yes I'd read Sylvia Brown's books. Yes but I'd never taken a class. I'd never um, looked up a mentor. I didn't watch any YouTube videos. I didn't know what the hell I was doing and after one of my meditations I um, heard very clearly in my head which at that meditation I was intentionally um, trying to connect with my spirit guide and my spirit guide said to me very clearly, take off your necklace and hold it up. And I took it off and I held it up in front of me. And this thing started spinning so fast that it was actually spinning so hard it was on its side. And I was so humbled in that moment. I couldn't believe I just trusted the instinct and I held it up. I'd never heard of a pendulum at this point in my life. And I was gifted this spiritual experience because it wasn't just watching this necklace move like that. It was that I trusted myself and the spiritual presence that I felt in that moment. It was one of these experiences that I really connect to trusting the guidance of my guide and just trusting that inner voice. So that was a very profound experience for me. Another one I had was the table tipping experience I had with one of my mentors. We'd been in a development circle for many years together and she said, okay, I think we finally built up enough power that we can bring in a physical experience. And I'd never heard of table tipping. I'd never seen it. I, I mean, I just went in so green, girl. I'm just like, what are we doing? Okay, so we're putting our hands on here. There's eight of us. And <laughs> immediately she said, who is here with us? And the table started tipping up on two legs. And it, she started going A, B, C. Okay, C. Okay, start again. A, B, C, D. This table just started lifting up and it spelled out the name Chris. And then one of the girls started crying. She's like, my brother in spirit's name's Chris and it's actually his birthday today. So then what happened? We started singing happy birthday. I could cry recalling this experience. And we started singing happy birthday. And this table lifted like four feet. In, I'm five foot two, right? So I'm very short. <laughs> So it, I remember it lifting like four feet in the air and it started just moving all across the floor and like it, it, her studio was like 50 feet in length and it was going flying from one side to the other side to the other side to the other side. It was this in, intelligent communication and the presence, you guys, this is why I love clairsentience, the presence of spirit that you felt. This table moved like that for over an hour and I was literally brought to my knees after this experience. I was so humbled. I was so in awe of the power of spirit and the power that devotion can bring you, being gifted this experience. And that's how my teacher explained it to me. This is a gift from spirit for the hard work that you've done. And I felt it in that moment. Like you can see, I'm so emotional just talking about it. And it also changed my perspective on the paranormal because again, if you put different music to it, it would be this like poltergeist activity. But you can't help but feel the love and power of spirit in that moment. And that's what I felt. And that to me was the most profound spiritual experience I've ever had in my life. And it's never happened again. We did try again. It never happened again. And um, 
it just brought me to my knees, it brought me to my knees and it changed me. It changed me fundamentally. It, it made me a very devoted mediumship student. And I think any, stu- any student who studies under me will say I'm very devoted and I love spiritual philosophy and I love not just the mechanics and the, and the output of mediumship, but it's the inside work. It's the contemplation. It's the reverence for spirit. It's the, the passion for the people who have departed. I, it just changed my life. It changed my life completely. So it, I just loved it. That was definitely the most impactful experience I've ever had in my life. Um, so Lisa8090 says, I love your podcast and I'm wondering if you could speak to law of attraction and creating your reality. So I did make a promise to my Instagram people because I manifest things like, girl, like no one's business. I always have. And so I've never studied law of attraction. I have never read a book on it. Um, I've never even taken a manifestation course, but I will say that I've done vision boards. I've put a dollar amount on there and I've gotten it every single time. Um, I have told spirit, I set an intention this year um, around August. I said, I, w- I need to earn enough so that I'm not working so hard that I can pay my mortgage for the year and pay off all my debt. And I let it go. And what happened was I ended up getting this like massive lump sum in October that was able to cover my mortgage for the rest of the year and pay off all my debt. And so I didn't micromanage spirit and I didn't micromanage um, the experience. I didn't tell them how to bring it in I just gave them my intention my wish money loves a purpose right and so I had a purpose for it and it came and so I think that you know if I could speak to law of attraction and creating your reality again lighten up be flexible find some joy in it um don't come from a place of desperation or need it's like it's a desire it's a desire and that you have a clear intention and pathway for what you're calling in right so I think you have to be really clear on how you want to live and the life that you want to live and why you want to live it and get to the emotional root of it for it to kind of come to fruition and I also believe that because I have devoted my life to serve spirit that I'm always provided for. Am I ever going to be super filthy rich? Probably not. Do I need to be? No. I mean, I don't have a plan for a million dollars. I have some ideas, but I don't have a clear plan. So how could I bring that in? How could I call that in? I don't even know what that life looks like, right? So I think it's being really clear and intentional on the life you want to live and why you want to live it. And what better purpose does that serve for the greater collective and humanity, especially if you're on the, the spiritual path, right? Um, but I think that you you just need to stop micromanaging the universe and coming at it from a place of desperation. I don't think that that's a very attractant energy. Um, so that's what I'll say about that. But I am going to do a series on Instagram on how I do um, manifest things. I guess for me, because it does come a bit naturally, it's harder for me to to come up with like a checklist or a to-do, right? So that's what I've been kind of like um, marinating on, which is why you guys haven't seen those posts yet, but I haven't forgotten about that. And then truthfully, if you like just as an example creating a reality where we talked earlier on like if you believe in ghosts and like you believe in un- in rest un- unsettled spirits that's probably what you're going to experience right whereas like I love to experience angelic energy and spirit guides and so that's where I put all my thought and devotion and attention so that's what I experience more of so you just really want to create a life that you're putting towards the energy what you truly want to experience 
Um, so how do you know if you should pursue mediumship? Really go for it and be a medium. So this is Julie uh, Furman on, on Instagram. Girl, I'm like, just the fact that you asked, that means you need to go for it. I think spirit doesn't waste a thought in our minds. And if we have this thought around spiritual development or mediumship development, then we have to pursue it our creator she does not put a dream in her heart that we do not have everything in us to pursue and to fulfill and so if it's something that you desire then you need to go for it now becoming a working medium and having it be your only path that's a that's a declaration that is not um you know I think that's free will because I think that you could serve spirit anywhere I think that you could be a servant of spirit in a day job I think you could be a servant of spirit being a Starbucks barista um that's what I that's why I don't like all this talk around life purpose stuff is because it's too linear um so I think that you could serve spirit anywhere but to be a working medium is a declaration and you set that intention out to spirit and then they will bring the magic for you we have to be very clear on it and that might come as an unfoldment. So you might get um, into spiritual development and mediumship development and then learn that you really do truly love the path and you love the work. But the truth is, I've seen it so many times, people will get into mediumship development and they don't really enjoy it. They don't enjoy the pressure. They don't enjoy the expectations that come with it. And they are, they are high, probably higher than almost any other um, spiritual modality out there. And so you don't enjoy your readings. And if you don't enjoy your readings, why would you want to do it full time? So until you can lighten up and find some joy in this path, it probably won't be your full time gig. Um, that's why it took me so long to step into this path because I wasn't having fun. I was like I know I have this ability it comes quite naturally to me I'm not the best medium in the world I would never claim to be I'm okay I've built a good reputation and so you know once I started learning to lighten up and have some fun and stop putting so much pressure on myself um, then I was ready to bring this in as my life's work so um, the fact that you're even asking how do you know if you pursue, pursue mediumship it means it's in your mind it's in your heart and it's worth pursuing and so yeah you know my initiation program launches again January 22nd so I'll be selling the seats um, for the experience I think on January 1st or 2nd I'm still kind of ironing that out so so, I mean, that's a huge foundational and intermediate experience for people who are interested in learning more about the Mediumship Foundations. It's a very immersive experience. So not only is it classes and like everything you need to know about Mediumship Foundations and that intermediate level, but it also gives you the experience in a community to practice and to put yourself out there and validate the things that you're feeling and experiencing. Plus, you know, coaching with me every week in that container as well. So um, it's a great place to kind of like start and learn and even people who have joined who are at their intermediate level learned a lot as well. I actually considered it to be a beginner course, but after I started seeing what other people were putting out there, I was like, no, this is actually like an intermediate course without a doubt and so um, I think advanced mediumship just so you guys know is actually out there in the field I, I don't think that you could take a class on advanced mediumship and feel um, ever changed I think advanced mediumship is doing the work it's out in the field it's out doing the thing for spirit that's where you um, grow to advancement and so yeah look into that I'll be promoting that a little bit more on Instagram in the next couple weeks and then opening up the doors early Jan Jan 1st um, it did sell out last year in a couple days I am trying to find a model so that I can bring on more people because I do have a waitlist going already I'll, I'll actually link the waitlist in the show notes as well so I have I think 28 people already on the waitlist last year I let in 22 people um this year I'm going to add some more 
and just find a way to, you know, meet my needs as a servant of spirit as well as meet the community's needs. So it'd be a good, good starting place for sure. And so this is my 100th podcast episode, guys. If you guys are still with me, this could be the longest episode I've ever done. But if you're still with me, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so honored that you're here. Please do stay tuned because I'm going to be including some voice memos from you guys, some love notes from you guys on the podcast. And I just want to incorporate that and give you guys that space. If you want to leave me one um, that you want aired on the podcast or you just want me to hear, um, hit the link below too and, and leave me one. I love it. I love hearing them. And I'm just trying to find ways to be more interactive with you guys and I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for continuing to listen in and continuing to find value in the things that I love to share and I wouldn't have a podcast without you so I appreciate you do leave me a review if you can Um, they really do help Um, I'm not just looking for the vanity metrics but it really does help when you see a podcast and you become suggested Um, that's how it helps other people find this podcast so if you love it I would love a review just leave me a five-star rating and a physical review I read them all I love them all and I appreciate you all all right here's you to 100 beyond and more guys love ya Danielle, I'm so grateful for you and your podcast. Congratulations. Um, I found your podcast in April of 2020, and it reminded me back of my passion for the spiritual side of me, and it kind of kicked my butt into gear to get back to sharing my gifts. Your transparency and honesty is so refreshing, and sharing your techniques and best practices when it comes to mediumship really just made it seem achievable and you were so approachable and warm and your welcoming personality is so authentic and you have such a desire to help others like me grow into their spiritual power so i'm so happy for you congratulations on 100 episodes you are awesome and i can't wait to see what you do next bye Hi, Danielle. It's Penny. I wanted to say congrats on 100 episodes. I don't even know where I came across your podcast to begin with. I think it was like some random Facebook group. But I just want to say it's the best podcast on mediumship that's out there. I like that you talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you make the rest of us feel like normal and not like we're crazy people. (laughs) So congrats again. Thank you so much to everyone who left a voice memo. I did receive two more, but for some reason, uh, the file was corrupt. So I did include the ones I was able to. Thank you guys so much, Penny and Joanna. I love you guys. I cannot wait to share 100 more episodes at least with you guys. And we'll see you next week for another episode.